welcome to cii podcasts thank you for joining us uh, today on this very interesting conversation with a person who really does not need any introduction uh, you know a filmmaker a person who is padmashri uh, chairman of the film and television institute of india but these are just you know some tags but uh, shekhar kapoor thank you for being here with us and really discussing and sharing you know your thoughts and views as we move from um, india at 75 to india at 100 as you know honorable prime minister likes to call the amrit kal the next 25 years of accelerated change where india will achieve a position of global leadership really what is it that's going to get us then how can we really strengthen india's role in the world through our creative industry especially media entertainment something that is you know you have lived with you have championed and actually shaped not only for india but pretty much you know uh, uh, for for the world right and and i want to keep this conversation shaker very free flowing you know want to really try and tap into that that brilliant mind that you have that can imagine so many things in movies <laughs> can we really imagine you know that beauty that beautiful india that you know aligns with all stakeholders in society i think we cannot really think of an india which is not inclusive which does not you know bring everyone together so maybe we can start with the fact that like when you dream of to complete the thing i have a dream that in india 2047 india will <laughs> what 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 do you how will you complete that state i think it's not just a dream but it's a very very achievable dream and in 25 years from now i see india as one of the biggest world's biggest influence economies influence economies i'll tell you what i mean by that ultimately what drives the economy what drives the world what drives business is the creative economy does you know the business economy come first or the creative economy come first it's i believe it's a creative economy i'll give you an example when i was in university i wanted to buy jeans Levi's. I wanted to go to study Harvard. I wanted to see movies America. So the American creative industry was completely. I mean, in the land of dosas and sambars and 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 chole and jalebis, we were consuming hot dogs and hamburgers. What happened was that the creative industry in the U.S. drove it and influenced our minds. Now the balance is shifting. and that's what we have to take advantage of and we are poised to do that what we are poised to do is make india the world's greatest influence economy uh and therefore and there's so many reasons why we are poised to do that one of the reasons is we have a jack in the box in fact of our very very young restless aspirational population we don't give them enough credit you know but if you look at when Yeah, you know, I know the TikTok span now, but when it first came, it was all Indian. Facebook's biggest, uh, you know, use is Indian. And you think, hang on, these are not technologies that the boy in the village or the young girl in the village actually is 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 used to. But no, how soon did they adapt to it? Quickly, quickly, because of their sense of restlessness and their sense of wanting to go out. what we need to do is give them the tools and the facilities to become the great influencers and once india becomes the influence economy we need in india to actually encourage and take us forward and as a chairman of the ftii and, and a lot of other uh, a lot of other 
you know, things that I'm talking to everybody about is where. So I'm going to first I talk about the influence economy. Let's now talk about what will dominate the influence economy. You know, when the internet first came, everybody laughed. What is internet? Internet And if I told when the internet first came out in the late 70s or 80s, what the internet is doing to us today, then I said, you're crazy. Now, the next phase of the internet is arriving and it's a word that a lot of people use, don't quite understand, but it's metaverse. Metaverse includes the internet, includes uh, AI, includes VR. Metaverse is, is going to be a few trillion dollars economy in its own. So what is Metaverse? It is a, a way that you can express yourself digitally, have a thousand of yourself. And it's where you go to school in Metaverse, you watch films in Metaverse. It's also one of the biggest social media platforms that it will emerge. So if India, what is India's advantage for the Metaverse? India's advantage is that it has a largest base of technology people, you know, technology, technological people. Yeah, we've created it. You know, we've created it. Unfortunately, we've created the great quarters and all, you know, huge base. I think China and India lead uh, in the very base of technology uh, savvy people. Um, and so that coupled with the fact that in the creative industry, if any time you're looking at just the DOPs, for example, I was telling somebody, working in Mumbai itself, it probably, you total it up, it's the number of DOPs working in all of Europe and all of uh, so. So we have a great creative urge. We have a young youth population. India has uh, the one of the largest percentages of teenagers. And we have the ability to dive into the next phase of what I call the driver of the influence economy. Now I've said a lot of things I've talked about Young people, I've talked about technology. Of course, there's climate change. You know, now one of the things that I'm seeing in the next 25 years, climate change is going to bring nations together. I know we're seeing a lot of wars. And if you look around the world right now, you see a lot of people, you know, okay, there's a war going on in Ukraine. There's issues in Europe. There's issues in Africa. There are issues in India. But the, the fundamental idea that, for example, if the rivers run dry and it affects everybody, it just doesn't affect one nation. If the glaciers go wrong and the glaciers dry up, we're all affected. So I think that one of the things that's going to happen is that climate change is going to sort of fuss up national boundaries and bring people together with a common purpose to, to stop the world, stop the planet from bleeding into climate change. That's one thing that's going to happen. Um, and the third thing in India is, India is more than a nation. India is an identity. I mean, when I look at social media, we might be fighting a lot amongst ourselves, but we don't forget that there is an identity. What is the identity that is India? That's really important. And we keep saying it's, uh, we're, you know, it's who are we as a people? But I find that there is a social identity that's very common. And, and collective, there's a collective identity in India, which say Europe doesn't have it. The US doesn't seem to have it, except, you know, we're Americans. But there's a deep rooted cultural identity that Indians seem to have. And youth, the Indian youth have a lot. Now, you know, 
other there are little places where you, you have so much conflict but the identity is very strong so i've talked about the influence economy i've talked about the future of media and entertainment and i've talked about technology and i've talked about climate change and identity um of course the great advantage is that india has scale you know any new technology that comes up and any any like with facebook or any new uh, you know site uh, with social identity or uh, we have the scale to actually build so we we need to get back get into the next 25 years we need to get back into scale and drive our economy i think that the media and entertainment business through that sector mni sector that we call through uh metaverse and and changes that are about to happen now if we get to now we could add a trillion dollars to our economy that's where i think we're headed and that's where i think that the rise of india really lies so beautifully articulated <laughs> i think you covered a whole spectrum of uh, you know uh, items but i think keeping that that central indian at the core you know through the identity becoming an influencer creator caring for the planet you know and and then through both performance and price you know because scale also brings affordability i think india has the opportunity to really take on the world in, in more ways than one and you know shikhar i couldn't agree with you more on metaverse because we've been in the business of gaming and you know all of that esports and and we see the evolution of just the fact that one could own you know digital assets right today you know pretty much like you would own any physical asset and that opportunity that gets unlocked in a world which is so unexplored you know is really creating an opportunity which is hundreds of trillions of dollars probably like what is the real world economy potentially for the gen z's you know which you rightly said those one in 10 people in the world being an indian under the age of 25 you know so great vision great thing great prospect but as we go on this journey shaker Where where do you see the challenges, right? I mean, if you were to to kind of think, what can prevent us from making this dream and this vision come true? What would you think we got to address right away? I'm going to go back to something that you raised. We talked about a metaverse. We created in India a metaverse thousands and thousands and a thousand years ago. The Mahabharat is a metaverse. What is the metaverse? See, I'll. when the mahabharat evolved the mahabharat was a spoken story so when i speak to you and i narrate to you the mahabharat and then you narrate it to somebody else that's you have already interpreted mahabharat and you'll probably add a few characters change a few stories and then tell the story again we are the land of storytellers and it's the land of storytellers that will dominate the metaverse nothing that you can tell me in in sir media entertainment technology will change everything everything changes storytelling doesn't because all perception is about storytelling if i'm looking at my computer now i call it a computer but i cannot even perceive my computer without telling myself the story of the computer so i tell a lot of people that that when i teach storytelling that if you are telling a story to people and people are learning your story you're failing what you have to do is you have to tell a story encouraging the listener to imagine their own story otherwise it doesn't work 
so we as storytellers are story imaginers we we we, we provoke imagination and that was what the mahabharat was till actually the gutenberg press came along and said ah, you have to publish it there has to be one mahabharat suddenly the evolution of storytelling of different branches and i often look at that as a rainforest you know new seeds new trees new things and every day it's changing the sun shines um and then now the metaverse has unlocked all of that it's unlocked all of that so you ask me what is what will hold us back and what do we need to encourage this we need to understand that not everything happens from you know we think that we those that we are educated and we are kind of privileged and we understand the metaverse because we've all been to you know good engineering colleges and anything actually the metaverse is the revolution of the people who we right now call the bottom of the pyramid so what am i really saying we have to unlock these terms we have to unlock technology we have to unlock what i call you know what i call the arrogance of terms and arrogance of technology when i meet private equity investors uh, you know every day they say metaverse and i said no no go to a village in india explain to them what a metaverse is and i promise you in 5 minutes they'll understand it better than you do yeah. so what am i saying is that what we call the bottom of the pyramid i don't call it the bottom of the pyramid because if we take that away the top collapses so we are not a pyramidal structure so we need to go down to the to to the very roots of our society and who said it better it was gandhi atagar gandhi said you know india comes up from its roots it doesn't come down from the top so the one thing that i would say in the next 25 years we have to unlock unlock the opportunity and unlock the understanding and not be arrogant about our technology but allow the people what who we call the bottom of the pyramid we have to allow them to evolve and through their evolution we will be creating for the rest of the world a new economy a new influence economy a new metaverse otherwise the metaverse is right now locked into private equity players it's locked into mit it's locked here it's locked there and we worship it we have to stop worshiping that idea we have to let that go so that's a one thing that's very important for india to understand that india will evolve and will take influence to the world from what we right now call the bottom of the pyramid that's what we have to completely unlock because you know when we talk of india achieving global leadership india being able to you know become one of the top 3 largest economies in the world higher gdp i think if each of these bottom of the pyramid you know what you described becomes a producer first and then a consumer and you know you're able to give an opportunity to make that happen i think this becomes a very virtuous cycle and somewhere you know the whole web 3 and this entire world is and what you talk of an influence economies enabling people to kind of become income generators literally from where they are using different skill sets using you know different aspects of ways in which they could contribute you know to make that happen so i think if this narrative gets tied in into a into a larger say policy framework that can be rolled out at scale uh, i think your dream of what you rightly mentioned you know mahatma gandhi the roots really becoming the foundation block for the stronger india you know just 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 becomes you know so real and but you know again when we come to this how do we take 
you know this and so many other career opportunities that come out you know from the areas of arts and you know filmmaking and this metaverse like what you rightly said there is talent right there's creative talent there's engineering talent there's all of this but to really unleash employment at scale or you know livelihood opportunities at scale what can be done i mean i'm sure you've seen this happen around the world you've been so deep in this industry how do we get more people involved in this sector um you know as i've often been talked to everybody especially as i've been talking with with being the head of fdii is that we are inherently storytellers there india is full of art full of folk tales full of dance full of that what's changing is the technology of delivery of that so i can tell you a story i can tell a story here there but what i i think that we need to to teach a lot is how do you deliver i mean a film um it's changing the way we deliver films will change we talked about ott platforms we never knew those but once we get into the metaverse there'll be even different so the technology of delivering art and to teach that technology and give the artist whether it's a storyteller whether he or she is a dancer or a singer to allow them and understand the technology of delivering it to the rest of the world i mean we're never going to influence the rest of the world till our artists and and storytellers can actually reach out and influence them so the technology of reaching out is what we have to give them. that's what we have to do because there is art wherever you go there's folk art there's folk dancing there's storytelling everywhere what we need is the technology because technology shifts i mean every time you look back you realize your technology has changed every time you look back it's moving at such a fast pace uh so we need to understand that technology and give that technology to all our arts and all our artists so they can actually when you when you said create careers there's no career unless you can actually deliver it show it to people send it to people and that again is going to be something huge in metaverse you create your own identity in the metaverse you create your own society your 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 own culture your own group and metaverse is going to make it much easier for you so i come back and i know that i keep mentioning after having accused every private equity player of using the word metaverse without actually understanding what it means we know what it means we've seen it as i said mahabharat was a spoken metaverse that's what it is a metaverse is your characters you you identify you culturally identify with characters that the whole nation the whole society the whole culture identifies with once you achieve that that becomes a metaverse yeah no and you know where the human mind goes you know evolution follows right so if you look at even the human evolution right i think you know it's it's moved at such a pace you know even if you see kids today their ability to be able to multitask the ability to handle technology are just you know very different from previous generations right so i think even nature supports you know probably in some way this progression but you know one technology shaker that is disrupted you know especially the way people consume content you know is ott right you mentioned ott now right and in india particularly because you know you are in this position you know with the with the film making and you know how it has happened in the pandemic has just accelerated the entire ott platform for consumption these are these theaters and all how do you see that shape up in the future particularly you know uh, this distribution and consumption 
films and long form content etc even the ott is an evolving idea even the ott is going to face huge problems soon because the generation that is growing up now is not going to sit back like we did and we were trained to do and we've got accustomed to acha kahani sunao like they'll say acha bhaiya kahani mein hum kaun now partly we do that with the we we the way we tell stories when my grandmother used to tell me a story i only listened to part of the story the rest of it was me evolving story in my mind but now even when somebody watches ott acha bahut achhi kahani mai kaun hu and so the that's what gaming is that you are a person within the game playing the game understanding and creating experiences for yourself you're not waiting for the storyteller to create your own experiences you are saying no, no i want that experience now people have said different otts you can have multiple endings but it, that is just the beginning so where ott has to go now is to to embrace the idea of uh, gaming so that for let me tell you how let's say i'm making an ott on platform on on on, on mahabharat even is mahabharat okay and there's a series on mahabharat or am i i create an image right what i need to do is allow that image and i give it over to people watching it here take the image now create your own image create your own characters from what i have given you provided you open it free to other people so you create this free platform and so that your so that's the the next evolution it's storytelling ott combined with gaming engines allowing the consumer or the kid is sitting out the other ha ah, i will do that with this character and then i will put it up give you an example but so i was talking to legal experts i said bhai tum kaise paise banaoge aapko to ip chala gaya so that's the next thing we have to we have to reformulate what i mean by intellectual property main to yaar aksar kehta hu that if uh, if einstein had put intellectual property on his equations there would be no our physics will be way behind who put intellectual property on on bible there would be no christianity you know we didn't ever say wow, who's the intellectual power properties mahabharat so i said look can you give me ip for 15 minutes for my first seed but there weren't there coffee because if i am right in understanding where the metaverse is going it will proliferate so fast because everybody and with this huge population and a huge you know the young people in india they go it go before you realize it you know people would have adapted it again i go back kitne log mahabharat sunate honge i keep going back to that example when mahabharat was being born millions of people was we talking to each other usne ye kapre ko kahani badalti rahi badalti thi apni kahani hoti thi apni kahani hoti rahi that's the head of where we heading for metaverse in that heading of the metaverse the nation that will dominate is the nation that loves storytelling what we need to do to our nation is in the metaverse is allow them the technology give them the technology so coming back to your fundamental ask is we are a nation of artists how do we encourage and how do we give power to the artists what is power of the artists 
you're not giving power by making their art better they are artists we give them the power of reaching people reaching the world with their art with their dance with the music and you know some some musicians in india already went through that you know and they are reaching out indian films need to reach out a little bit more than they already do because we still actually just reach out to the indian diaspora why is it that marvel has these huge films that do so well in five six languages in india why do we not have our films doing a billion dollars overseas and we will because the game is changing the game is no longer theatrical box office or how much the ott platform how much it reaches the game is metaverse where everybody is 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 intermingled everything becomes one fluid just a rainforest I'll give you an example peruta right there's a tree that grows and suddenly there's a parasite it's a creeper right and the creeper grows around the tree goes around the tree goes to the top of the tree and it takes all the sun of the tree ab bichara ped kya kare right but the creeper knows that if it kills the tree the creeper will fall also so there's a symbiotic relationship and if you just take this theory of the rainforest you'll understand how that symbiotic relationship of the rainforest relates to the the coming symbiotic relationships of the metaverse i think the interconnectedness what you're talking of right yeah. at every level uh, yes. is, is is so critical you know in in true progress if we want to see and and i think you know where you started out also there are some issues that the world has to come together for to make it happen right across all stakeholders climate change you know and and i think creative industry metaverse will also play a very significant role there because it's when one understands the stories the you know the way to make that happen like your rainforest was so such an inspiring example right i think i think all of that you know will 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 start falling into place but you know shikhar you raised this one point about indian movies right and how we will now become you know where we we i think we have about 1500 movies a year you know we do in india three or four made it to the oscars like like you said you know we don't get films that really become large global hits right and you are one person who's worked globally across the world you've seen that right what's your message there right how how do we make that film making particularly you know uh, rise i know in the metaverse and in that it will still happen but if i were to take the traditional film industry what's your take on that over the next again 25 years the issue with indian filmmaking is that it's always had a very strong home market and we talk about the indian film industry yaar gaane aise the the world outside doesn't quite enjoy our form of filmmaking abhi i was at at can they said yeah you're over the top <laughs> you're over dramatic and i said hang on i what do you mean your films are not over the top over dramatic i just saw maverick here's the difference when you run out of a story we have jets screaming across we don't have that money running so we have actors screaming <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean so what they don't get is that indian films came from a very fundamental folk art the notanki from the notanki then there was a parsi theater and we adopted a western style of telling stories the western technology but kept to our folk art 
which is why Indian films are so strong in India. Now that's our folk art, it's not their folk art. But what's, here's what's happening is that you said Oscars. How relevant will the Oscars be? I ask you today, which film just won the Oscar last year? People don't remember who was the director. No, they remember a Korean director. Right? Korean Because that's different. So, so one of the things that Indian films, it's going to be like a drawbridge. The world will understand our filmmaking. The world will understand our storytelling. We'll understand how to weave our stories and our editing patterns and production design in a way that they get. Has there been a nation that's done it? Yeah. Korea. I did notice that there was that one year when Squid Games was the number one show in the world. It was in Korean. Look at it again, see how melodramatic the acting is. Much more melodramatic than our films. And The Legend of Shang-Chi was the biggest film that year. Why am I mentioning these two films? Other than one, one white character in Legend of Shang-Chi, who was more like our BS boss character. There was no other white man. So, what is happening in the world and where our Indian films will go? Because we can say, we don't We are a different art. And they judge Oscars from a different art. Right? So, here's what's happening. Asian storytelling, and that's why I use Korea, and I'll use Korea a little bit. Asian storytelling is different. Asian storytelling is circular. At the end of the story and everything, a thousand more questions arrive. There are no conclusions. Mahabharat mein kaan conclusion hai? Ek kaan nahi khatam hoti, shuru ho jati hai. So, in our storytelling, the idea of destiny is very prevalent. As it is in China, as it is in Korea, as it is in Japan. In Western forms of storytelling, the idea of the single individual, the will, is so strong. So if you look at them, sniper, anything, the individual will becomes much stronger than a statement of destiny. But because of the market shifts towards Asia, all of these people are coming to us. And I'm not saying we are so brilliant that you should all come to us. We are a lot of places where we as Indian filmmakers need to understand our production design needs it because more and more, especially with gaming, half the story is told by the design. We don't concentrate on production design. Things like that we have to improve. But we don't have to flog ourselves because we are not getting Oscars. Because we are a different form of storytellers. And the world, and we are more Asian. When I went out to do Elizabeth, I had to ask myself, my con, every artist has to find out who they are in the context of the art that he wants to create. And I realized I will never succeed with Elizabeth if I try to be English or British. I'm not. And if I'm suddenly very Indian, then people won't understand. I'm Asian. I understand Asian. And I said, okay. Yes. Elizabeth was a very melodramatic film. And, but it was Asian in nature. Because, and now, I think there's a lot of move towards Asian. And let's look at the nations that have succeeded in that. Small nation called Korea. Japanese manga stories. They're so mythic. 
अभी मेरा because we understand that as a mythic event we understand getting married as a mythic event you just look at our love stories and their love stories we understand falling in love as nuts gana everything why do we go off to the tulip fields because we believe that falling in love is a mythic event so this is other thing so i'm not very uh, sure that we should we pass us kam cause karne wali koi baat koi baat nahi hum to apne art bana rahe and i'm not using that as an excuse to make bad cinema no i'm just saying our cinema evolved from notanki fundamental storytelling of when you know the notanki groups used to go to villages unka ye tha na they used to take people from the village and then they would dance a little bit then there would be some comedy there was that's the folk art form that we adapted to no and, and you know the scale that we talk that we get in india we do get it it's only that we don't get that revenue because the the price that people pay to watch a film you know in india compared to the rest of the world is also such a you know big but with this power moving to asia like what you rightly said i think this whole mythic aspect in the global i think film industry or whatever will probably change right because i think as you rightly pointed out so many examples of asian success now are beginning to reflect you know in in, in those areas i mean you won your first award since you talked to elizabeth with pasoon i believe you know when you know the critic was it was like half of the journey of india at 75 right? i mean we were i think it was in 1983 which is nearly yeah. 35 37 years ago so if if one uh, you know looks at again film making then last 35 37 years you know the midpoint of this india 75 years is again just post independence india is of course thousands of years old culture which gets reflected in all those folk stories how has it changed you know do, do you see this last half of the 75 years changing and on that basis how will next 25 years kind of evolve can we learn from the past for the future contrary to what people say indian cinema has constantly reflected shifts in our culture shifts in our society so for example the coming of amitabh bachchan as this angry young urban urban angry young man represented a lot the population shifts from the urban area to from the rural area to the urban area with young men and young people coming looking for jobs and that gave rise to the 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 very uh, angst of the loneliness because they left families they left community so coming out of the community into uh, what we call an urban jungle and being lonely so it was not just the angry man it was the angry lonely young man's experience that amitabh bachchan suddenly got on to and the, the writer selim javed got on to so that's just an example so then suddenly for example then we went through a phase with the karan you know karan and and and, and a lot of other karan jor and everybody they got on to the aspirational india 
suddenly through videos and through various other means the young indian was suddenly aspiring to be international and then you suddenly saw all the heroes and the heroes were coming from london uh, so they lived in london and they came back denying the london experience in favor of anini ghar ka khana khana hai ye khana hai but the in the sudden splurge of those films was the aspirational young indian wanting to wear and be in contact with the rest of the world which they had been denied for a long time so they saw it through their film so i'm just taking two examples but if you go back you know there was this time when dharmendra was when there was you know nehru launched the whole the uh, the new uh, <clears throat> the new irrigation and the great agricultural revolution the hero was always a doctor or an engineer or making dams and things like that but that was the first splurge of the pride and in independent idea so they always followed so what will the next phase be i think the next phase will be much more international the next phase will be an integrated international india pulling storytelling towards itself and relying and taking out see storytelling is not external it's very internal and the deeper the internal bonds with your storytelling the more influence you will have and we've had we have such deep bonds with our cultural storytelling so i think the next phase of india will be adopting more western technology metaverse is western technology adopting better production design you know adopting world standards and then as we as indian filmmakers go out to the rest of the world and there will be a time 25 years definitely when the world will be looking at us here in the production design culture you know when i go out in urban india today sometimes and i think yeah the aesthetics of 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 architecture in kerala for example so beautiful and then i suddenly come across a house that was built recently by people who suddenly just got a lot of money and it's so contradictory to the aesthetics of our architecture the aesthetics of our urban area before our urban area suddenly got so crowded and congested we have a fundamental basic aesthetic that is deeply rooted in us and that's what design is design is an aesthetic and uh, in the the desire to be western sometimes or to adapt to the west we forget our own aesthetic design I'm getting very deep rooted and very complex <laughs> no no but but it is so true right i mean that depth is what really keeps india and we keep us you know at the at the core of what we stand for right as we move forward i still go back to that word identity that you used you know we'll continue to define and shape you know not only what indians will represent but what hopefully the future of world will recognize you know as 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 india regaining probably its lost glory at some point we did 35% of global trade went out of india at one point i think you know the yeah. influence of the indian on the world was so large and so impactful we seen that right shaker in you know you see it in in technology you see it in ceos of some of the world's largest companies you know we're seeing it in business we're seeing it in art people like yourself and so many others who have become you know strong global brand ambassadors you know uh, for india but you know as we continue to to integrate deeper with the world like what you rightly said what what do you think are some of the global benchmarks you know that indian art literature movie television fraternity can take inspiration from right and 
and you know is there some role from a policy perspective you know that can help direct and shape this this future i've already said that actually we the policy should be to give power back to people but the policy you know we then need to understand what happened why is why is india for all its 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 huge technological base of people that understood technology why didn't we build google in india why not why didn't we have skype in india why didn't we have apple in india when we know we have the market we know we have we have the base that the technology base i think in the policy perspective we just need to look at the future and certainly in my sector i'm saying really encourage let's look at the metaverse and plan for it and the plan is to create in india when we talk about this huge number of startups that are coming up and india is a startup capital every time i talk to people india is the startup capital there is more everybody for all the behind them south that was south but they all go back to india to invest because there is no other investment destination that you can think of right now so if you can concentrate and encourage startups the problem is sometimes that the equity players in startups are these huge companies all western minds we need much more indian minds and indian mindsets that's why i keep mentioning mahabharat i said that we need more indian mindsets in our startups that understand what our culture really is and then create from there it's not enough just to say oh i will create something that you know food delivery all very relevant but let's go deep into the culture and then build startups on there so policies that will encourage startups on the village level policies that will allow us the technology to be built within india and have give people the access our people the access to technology and then the policy to understand that the the mna the media and entertainment business in india from india only i'm not talking about rest of the world being from india the idea of the metaverse and media and entertainment business in the next 25 years could exceed a trillion dollars it can i can see it the writings on the wall so whatever policies we can do to encourage that and take allow not saying teach i'm saying allow that's a great thing in india you have to allow learning you have to allow education i'm against this idea of children ko padhao no that that they're waiting and they know better than you you know in a way the new world they know better than i do because their instinct goes there my instincts is uh, still is is now a little you know older so policies that will allow this growth sector this amazing village sector the, the, what we call the low uh, the, the bottom of the pyramid to grow into metaverse because we don't think of that we think metaverse is just a okay buddy company i you know i'm not naming the big companies that are talking about metaverse but it's very grassroots so i am saying that our policy should go that way our policy also in terms of these new things invest much more money in research much more money in research in these areas i mean look at us can we do it look what we've done with our space technology look what we did with our mars uh, at one you know we're doing things at 100 the cost and showing the world what to do we have that and so more research that's it if as a policy 
I would say more research, more research institutes, and even if, if FDII and, and gaming and everything, let's set up research institutes. Let's set up where, you know, people and then place the research institutes, not just in Mumbai, but let them reach out to every part of India, like Gandhi used to say, and, and, and say, okay, reach out, come and create, come and create, come and create. I'm sounding like a bit of a patriot with a political speech right now, but not. <laughs> Come create together. Let's co-create. Yeah. That's the yeah. you know, you said even education, people don't want to be just told what to do. They want to be part of the process that helps them, you know, develop what yeah. they should be also working on. I think I think that 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 sentiment is, is such a powerful, powerful yeah. one. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, when we adopt very Western ideas of education, we forget that in the traditional Indian idea of education, we've forgotten that there was not just knowledge, there was knowledge plus wisdom. Because wisdom, it's like, let me take a seed, I'll break the seed apart and I'll show you the components of the seed. What we don't teach is when you, the seed, unless it's a whole together, it has no wisdom, can't create a tree. It's only the wisdom of the whole that can create a tree. What is that wisdom of the whole? What we've done through our Western education is created education into little silos. So gradually, 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 we, we've narrowed our focus of knowledge and ability down and we've forgotten that, we've forgotten the wisdom of the whole. And I've often thought that the reason Silicon Valley did so well is because there's all, everything is together and they all talk to each other. India's one huge Silicon Valley. It's not just Bangalore or Hyderabad or Delhi or Pune or Kakara. It's a whole Silicon Valley in terms of the wisdom of the whole. Mara Guru Kul Vahit Adhan. The wisdom. The whole, whole went to Silicon Valley and to a large part of the world from India, right? I mean, historically, it's India who has, you know, uh, shaped that. And I think that's the way, you know, yeah. this, this entire ecosystem working together would probably you know, be, be amazing. But, yeah. but you know, Shekhar, I, I don't know, I'm looking at the time, how 40-50 minutes have passed and I know we can continue, you know, talking for, you know, for, for, for as much time, you know, because it's such a, uh, you know, interesting topic and, and you've been so engaging and, and your art of storytelling here, I'm sure has inspired so many across the country and, you know, policymakers and others who can take a cue on how we can really shape you know, this future of our country, especially the next 25 years in the most imaginative way, but still, you know, really go down to grassroots and make the right changes happen uh, to, 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 to deliver on this. One thing is for sure, Shekhar, I'm going to take you up on many of the pieces that we have talked about, you know, as, as this journey between industry, you know, what you rightly said, media fraternity, you know, in research institutes, you know, policy makers, we all need to, as an ecosystem, as a whole, really, you know, come together, understand, you know, what's the right thing for us to do and then move society, you know, to, to kind of deliver an action upon that. I think that's, that's one, you know, big part. And, and we know the, you know, the role that, you know, media films play in shaping that society. You know, you talked of, you know, films being representative of, of the times. And I, just on that point, you know, you talked of Amitabh Bachchan. I know there are seven crore people by the name Amit in, in India today. We did some survey and, and, and a lot of them are all in that same generation when Amitabh became a superstar. Right? So even for us to name people, yeah. 
because those are the role models that you know we take so media has such a powerful role on shaping even the future of the way people think so i'm going to take you up on on this as we you know try and mobilize the right thought leaders you know to shape this but it's been such an enriching uh, you know 45 50 minutes with you and thank you so much for for sparing your time and shaping my, this my pleasure my pleasure rajan my pleasure thank you thank you thanks thank so much thank you thank you for listening to cii podcasts